Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hollywood Midterm Madness. SNL skewers Fox News over caravan coverage. Oprah hits the stump in Georgia, and it's Obama versus Trump on the stump again. Plus, key races in Hollywood is watching. All this and more on Meet the Hollywood Press for November 4th, 2018. I'm Alina Vision, and now your host of Meet the Hollywood Press, Joseph Kapsch. Well, happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome to a new episode. I almost, like, didn't do my usual, like, happy Sunday. I know, because it's Sunday Funday. I know, know? I lost my Sunday Funday. (laughs) Welcome back, Alina. I'm so happy to be back. I know, we we took a week off. Yeah, but this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. It's going to be a real (laughs) good one. We couldn't wait for this one. Yes. Um, We're going to dig in on all of the everything and anything politics and Mm -hmm. Hollywood crossover, and uh, obviously because the midterms are Tuesday. So I want to... um, Introduce my guest back for I think a fourth or fifth. It's almost like the fifth. Five Timers Club. Merle Ginsburg joins the Meet the Hollywood Press Five Timers Club on the last weekend. Yes, yes. welcome back, Merle Ginsburg, um, and Jordan Burchette. This is the fourth. I think it's you know so almost. We'll get you yeah. yeah. jacket. You'll get the smoking jacket on the next trip. <laughs> welcome back to Meet the Hollywood Press. Um, are we ready to talk politics and everything Trump and Obama? I and haven't stopped doing that exactly. since the last exactly. election. So. Exactly. For two years. The yeah. thing I say is the beauty of this one, I was like thinking like, who do I want to come on that when you're friends with journalists also on social media, their political minds, I get to see their posts constantly, so I'm like, oh, I gotta have like Merle and jo-. Like I was going through like the phone, I'm like, who would be good, who would be good, because they're very versed, and you're very versed. Right. We couldn't wait to unload. Could not. Well, We've been waiting for this for a while. We are. Well, then <laughs> let's start with a little bit lighter fun. <laughs> I say lighter. SNL last night, new episode again. Um, in the cold open, they skewered Fox News' coverage of the migrant caravan. I want to run a clip really fast, and then we'll come back on the other end. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, um, in the open, basically, obviously, you guys keep an eye. We all keep an eye on Fox News, and they are really beating, as Trump is, the migrant caravan. The invasion! The invasion. (laughs) Yes. Of women and children. Women and children. Barefooted women and children. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. So, last night in the cold open, um, why is that? I'm saying Kristen Wiig, not Kristen Wiig. Kate McKinnon, sorry. Kate McKinnon um, took on Laura Ingram. And um, Cicely uh, Strong. 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 Thank you. Oh my God, what's wrong with me? I didn't take too gink- many politics. No yes. <laughs> no ginkgo biloba today. <laughs> <laughs> but we are woke. We're woke. We're woke. Super yes. woke. Um, took on Judge Jean uh, Pirro. Are we ready to run that? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's run the clip. Just whatever you're talking about. <laughs> now, Judge Pirro, what have you heard about the caravan? I haven't just heard about it. I've seen it with my own eyes. Take a look at this footage of the caravan from earlier today. (laughs) (laughs) 
My God, and that is real footage of the caravan? It has to be real. I found it on TruthEagle.com. <laughs> who, who is in this caravan? Everyone you've ever seen in your nightmares, Laura. <laughs> it's got Guatemalans, Mexicans, ISIS, the Menendez brothers, the 1990 Detroit Pistons, Thanos, and several Babadoos. <laughs> Trump has said there are Middle Eastern people as well? No question, Laura. This caravan's got hella Aladdins. They took the very common direct flight from Iran to Guatemala. They claimed their elephants as service animals and then rode them straight into Mexico. It makes almost too much sense. <laughs> Coming back in from that. Um, oh, my God. Merle thoughts when you watched it? Um, I think that like the player really wasn't a parody of Hollywood and like the Devil Wears Prada wasn't a parody of fashion. This is not a parody. Yeah. This is... Yeah. It's real! I saw it with my own eyes. Those women are no more hyperbolic than the people they're playing. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, what are your thoughts when you watch uh, uh, SNL? I mean, I actually try to expose myself to Fox News um, and... Yeah, I was watching Janine Pirro earlier this week. She's, oh. um, you know, she's um, uh, frothing. Yeah, you know, um, and they've, you know, they, they, they get handed a simplified version of the news to be reported from their corporate masters. I, yes. I assume. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I, I can't speak firsthand of the inner workings of Fox of News, Fox, but yeah. I mean, it's like you get the story handed to you, yes. but uh, road down that story that ignores. The other pieces. The trees all <laughs> surrounding that path. And yeah. so that's what, the, I mean, you can tell because they all say, the, they don't just say the same stuff in spirit. Yes. They say the same oh, exact yeah. words. words. They use the same language because it's, I assume, pre-printed for them on that talking points list every morning. Yes. But more and more is coming out about what Roger Ailes handed down to these people and the sort of script he wrote them, which is rile up the crazies, word for word. Yes. Drama hate that's what's going to get the viewers the viewers and it's a very simple message oh yeah they yeah. keep it very very Terror, simple fear. right exactly and i think that's where they win Absolutely. is that they drill it down like for year after year exactly well, it's it's not it's not hard you remember in 2004 when um, they even those in the Democratic Party thought Kerry was kind of a farty candidate because yeah, he I'm was one so, of them. I'm one of them. But, but, but it was for reasons that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, he was too nuanced. He explained things too much. He was he, too smart. He used oh, yeah. four-syllable words. Yeah. Oh, my God. And Al Gore the same. We're, yeah. we're there, you know, what, 14 years later? If Bill Clinton wasn't from the Midwest South, he never would have made it. He would have been way too smart. Right. And he talks a lot. That's true. <laughs> he talks a lot. He keeps the accent. Yes. That's a really Very good point, smart. though, because he mm -hmm. distilled things. He did. When he explained them in ways that Fox does, but just with a different angle, you know. Mm -hmm. I, like you, also, I do watch, and you're going to cringe, but I, I, I watch them all through. I do, I, I, I watch Fox News, too, because I feel like, of you. Yeah, I could to. not No, but I would feel like, it's like what uh, us journalists, even internally, will argue about the echo chamber. Yeah. I feel like it makes me better at arguing <laughs> yeah. if I am looking at all sides. Like, and I am granted screaming at the TV and just going, oh my, like, because it's like what you just said. It's like the selective reporting, yeah. the selective right. piece. And you're like, 
okay, yeah, but you forgot the part about that, you know, but you forgot about this, which you forgot about that. that well, you're not even recording on not this, recording which is on a major that. story. The good thing, right? though, about the last two years is how hard the other media is coming down on them, writing about their lies, taking on everything they say, and going right back at them the way Trump goes back after everything. Well, I just think even SNL didn't even have a hard time. Like, it was like, when you got to, th- this is what I'm thinking. What is Lachlan Murdoch thinking when he's, because, you know, granted, you can take it like, oh, SNL parodies everybody, but there's a certain level of, like, when SNL does say, like, a CNN or an MSNBC skit. And they do. And they do, obviously. But it's like, they're made, you know, it's like Wolf Blitzer and I haven't shaved my beard. And the, But it's not, uh, it's not like actually shining a light on that they play fast and loose with facts. No. Mm-hmm. And I got to think that if you're running a news network like that and you're looking at that and you're going, this is actually like, this is like not far from. Money, money, Yeah, it's like, money. why would you change what you're doing for Fox News if it's getting you viewers? I mean, they're yeah. still the, the top but cable news network. What's really interesting, speaking of entertainment news, is that Steve Levitan, the creator of Modern Family, many other hit shows uh, which is in its last season so they yes. don't have to think about that and of course Disney's taking over Fox but he's saying I will never work for Fox in film or television if Lachlan Murdoch doesn't make some changes here and there is a lot of major talent in Hollywood following suit. Yeah. They're cracking the whip. Well the interesting thing is after Megyn Kelly's disaster with NBC happened um, this last week Lachlan Murdoch was at a conference like just last week and actually was taking pot shots about it. Oh, the NBC News thing ruined her or this. Thing. It's just sort of like I don't even like the pot calling the kettle sort of black almost to me. It's just the like pot calling the kettle black face. <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, so moving on. SNL, let's just put it this way. I would want to be an SNL writer right now because their jobs are pretty easy. <laughs> I'd want to be a just, John Oliver writer, a yeah, Bill Maher There's writer. so much material. Right, I mean, all of Late Night, everything, there's such a resurgence in watching all of that because of Trump and what we have to endure on a daily, weekly The best thing basis. is the John Oliver promo right now, which is... John Oliver, watch me because I'm the only comedian talking about the news. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on next. Okay, so we're moving on to this midterms. Okay, so Obama returned to the um, stump, and I almost feel like it's a redo uh, playing out like 216, where Obama and Trump, you know, I think Obama, like, really secretly would have loved to run against Trump himself. You know, and he's I'm, one of the few people who could do it. Who right. could do it. Um, what is your feeling? I'm just going to throw this out there. So, in talking like strict like political messaging right now, how do you think their two closing arguments? Um, what's your feeling like where Trump's presenting versus what Obama's presenting? Like, what's your your initial thoughts on all of it? Bullshit versus realism. I mean, not <laughs> only that, it's not just that which it clearly is. It's civility interesting way of connecting and communicating with an audience passion passion about rising up enthusiasm and caring and connecting and then it's clobbering fear inarticulation ridiculous lies it it's 360 yeah i mean it's things that trump supporters don't care about none of those things so i don't know how much it matters again it's just the way we're divided i mean It's been driving me apeshit for two years now. I mean, as soon as Trump took office, suddenly he invented the economy. 
Yeah. Right? We didn't that have day. We didn't that have day. an economy prior to that. I know. And yeah. everything that It was they the talk- barter system. <laughs> right, right. Remember when we used to trade shells for cars? And the, the idea that this economy is... I mean, that... And, and it's been made... The point's been made that they're not actually trading nearly as much on that, which could be at least interpreted as, if you wanted to, an accomplishment. Like, the economy hasn't cratered yet. Yeah. It will. Yes. It will. It yeah. hasn't cratered yet. So trade on what you've done as a party, not on the caravan, the invasion. That's what they're focusing their training their attentions on as opposed to what is still a dubious accomplishment, but is an accomplishment. To Trump's credit, he was honest about that fact. So the when the jobs report came out, he was at a rally that night and he was like they want, you know, they want me to talk about the economy, but you know, the economy is not—it's the greatest economy at the, in the history of you <laughs> ever. know, but ever. But then he said, "But it's not interesting. But we got to talk about other things." He is like, if he, if 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 the Democrats sort of don't um, uh, have a good showing, you know, because I, I really don't—I don't believe polls anymore. I don't. I just I, no. I will I yeah. will I will be glued to Tuesday, and we will see what happens. But if he does pull it off where he doesn't get shellacked and somehow they hold on to both chambers Mm. then he will have been um, one of the greatest political masterminds because he played it right sure he motivated it because also um, he's playing it right but he doesn't have 51% of it right not even close he's playing it right to the crazies and I don't believe the crazies are more than 30% of the country Mm -hmm. I I agree but here's the thing this is um, and I I feel like this is being missed in a lot of the cable news um, uh, coverage right now it's a turnout election. Like, it's not... Yeah. They feel like they're... They obviously have to get ratings, and they want to build up suspense, and it's kind of like, who can motivate their base to get out? Right now, there's... And, and correct me if I'm wrong, there's no one in the country that you're going to... That's like a Trump supporter that you're going to pull over to this side, and there's no one that hates right. Trump that you're going to pull and to Trump. there's 50% of the population who didn't vote in 2016. Right. Those are the people... People. Who have, and they're young and they're old. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that 30% is going to vote at a rate of 100% of theirs. So if yes. the remainder... Yes, if right. the remaining yes, 70% yes. only turn out 40% of, of, of their... Then, you know... Well, that's what. So this stat um, on, uh, I believe it was either, it was Fareed Zakaria this morning on CNN. So I guess the 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 age demo. So anyone like 45, 40 or forty five to sixty five, um, it's fifty fifty percent Democrat Republican. The age group that um, is something like eighteen up through forty, it's something like. 60-something percent Democratic. Oh, yeah. So that is so... Like, the Demo- like the Republican Party is, yes, an endangered species. Like, thirty, only 38% well, yeah. of, of that age that age uh, demographic is Republican. I don't know right. how much that's going to matter if the tactics they're taking or the tactics, tactics they're implementing achieve their end, which is to solidify power. I mean, if right. you have... I mean, we've been, we've been a, a, a country largely ruled by the minority for the last... Generation, yeah. So whether they're outnumbered may not matter. May not if matter if they seize. I mean, if like if you've got a majority in the Supreme Court, yeah. If you can gerryman, <laughs> if you can gerrymander <laughs> districts to, to to seize the House more more of the time than not, yeah. Right. Then it, if the, you can suppress the vote, which they are doing right. in you know multiple what? states, I, I I hope I'm not wrong. I pray to God I'm not wrong, and I don't even believe in God. <laughs> this has got to. It's got to end now. Like yeah. this has got to be. It. It. If we get the house, and then we obviously get the White House, all these things have to be broken down. 
you know, it just, the gerrymandering, like, we're fighting back, at least now. People in the Democratic Party are so busy having their lives and, you know, caring about the things they care about and running on the treadmill that they haven't paid attention <laughs> and drinking Good cappuccinos. Boys. Exactly. They haven't, I they didn't even know the word gerrymandering till two years ago. And state elections and all of those things. It all matters. So Obama, We're woke now. Yeah. Well, it's also um, telling for, like, politicos that you watch that obviously do this 24-7 that the areas that they're going, like, you know, Obama coming out for Stacey Abrams and going, you know, they're really targeting. Do you think that that's also because, like, the Republicans, like you said, in power are trying to suppress vote? And I think as early as today now, Kemp came out and said that they're, like, trying to launch a lawsuit against the Democratic Party in Georgia yeah. for supposedly a cyber crimes. There was a hacking right. allegation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I right. mean, they're literally pulling things out of their hat that they can. Yeah. Which it just shows you how terrified they yeah. are. Yeah, because they know that if they were to go down this road, they're, like you said, an endangered species. Yeah. And so they're literally having to suppress the vote, continue to do gerrymandering, the Supreme Court, everything. Otherwise, it's like, why can't you just change and have better positions? And yeah, you know, have better ideas. Exactly. <laughs> Become a party of ideas. Ripping people off yes. and keeping all the money to the one percent. And because they want the rich people to run the country. Right. But you know what? It's it's going to end. It's such a master stroke. I mean, if you just appreciate it from the political, you know, strip, oh, completely. The, strip the costs and benefits out, strip the parties out. Yeah. To pass a tax reform bill that redistributes wealth to the, I don't know what the wealthy is, one or tenth of a percent or whatever friends. it is. Yeah. And then a year later, when the deficit grows three quarters of a trillion dollars, Blame say, hey, man, we got to cut Medicare and Social <laughs> Security. All this stuff yeah. is just killing us. Killing yeah. Us. Yeah. I mean, it's brilliant. It's yeah. working. Yeah. You know, and then when the, when the government goes down, when the, you know we go into the next recession, probably yeah. Democrats will be in power. So yes. then they can say, oh, well, it was great when we were in power. Right. Check out what happens when the Democrats are in power. Do you know that? You know, in okay, power. bingo. And no you, one will yeah. believe and it. Exactly, because people have short memories. Well, we hope. But no, you just hit the nail on mm-hmm. it. I, the one worry that I have is that... Democrats take the House, yep. and then Trump's re-election, anything going wrong for his last two years is all going to be the Democrats got back in power. The Democrats totally. got they back want, in power. But it only anything. depends. That only matters about who's listening. And, yeah. You know, the crazies yeah. will always be listening. They'll be supporting him till he's long in the grave. They'll be talking about him for the next 50 years. The one truthful thing that and he And no is, one will care. The one truthful <laughs> thing that he was right about, though, he when he said, I could go to Park Avenue... Yeah. And shoot people, and I wouldn't lose votes. He's right. We know it was brilliant. Somebody right. actually made the observation. I guess it was on Twitter or whatever. Wasn't the building in which there was the Trump building in which there was a fire and a guy died yes. on Fifth yeah. Avenue? Yeah. Yes. Yes. yeah. The irony. That's oh. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and you know he's got blood on his hands over Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know the bombers nearly killed half the Democratic Party, and. Not only will he not take responsibility, but none of those people will attribute that to his verbiage, which is the clear cause. Fox News, you wouldn't have known that that bombing happened if you were watching Fox News. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was alarming. The day that I was watching the table with the five on the day, because I was going to go, I got to see what they're they're saying. It was like barely, they were like talking, oh, this great sports moment. That were like, it's like, (laughs) it's crazy. It's, it's, it's really crazy. Like, I always go to Fox News when something big is happening because I want to see I wanna, if they're reporting. Yes. And they won't. 
No. no. Well, well, Tuesday night on Fox News is going to be a joy. Oh, I'll bet. I'll the, bet. Oh, my God. The Somebody's got to watch that. That Hannity, covered, <laughs> that Hannity covered as part of that was basically that it could be, like, a conspiracy when they were kind of pushing, like, oh, right. that That's bomb right. stuff. Like, with yeah. That it was the Democrats it. sending it to Democrats, to Democrats. or yes. themselves. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I digress. <laughs> I know. You have I wanna, to. I must, yes. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so wait, I want to insert them back just before we move on to the next subject. The Obama versus Trump um, sort of um, dueling rallies and, and stumping, what I really haven't been enjoyed, I like this Obama even better than Obama. He's loose. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, just because he's so unfiltered. <laughs> he's and lose. He doesn't, but exactly. it's so clear now that he's going, like, directly at all of the attacks and all of, like, what, but, like, it's, to me, it's like he even he held himself back as a politician. Yeah. I'm kind of like he would have been, I think, even more liked by people if he had just been yeah. like this from all along. He was a little bit brought us to very because he had to be. He had. To, he had. I to think be. he played it smart. Actually, he did. you do. Yeah, I do. Well, I want them to run a little clip though here where you hear him like really like this is what. Because if they did, they'd be worrying about the current president. Talking on his cell phone mm-hmm. while the Chinese are listening in. Yeah. They didn't care about it. They said it to get folks angry and ginned up. Now in 2018, they're telling you the the existential threat to America is a bunch of poor refugees a thousand miles away. They're even taking our brave troops away from their families for a political stunt at the border. And the men and women of our military deserve better than that. Okay, let's come back and come back. Give us a little taste. Um, That was at the Florida rally for Gillum. So the races, this is going to lead us in now to the transition. So the races that uh, Ted Johnson at Variety did a really good breakdown um, of like sort of like the key races that Hollywood's watching. It's the Florida, mm-hmm. Gillum versus DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Stacey Abrams mm-hmm. in Georgia. And then the Beto versus mm-hmm. Cruz. So I just, Jordan, what's your like sort of quick thoughts? Those are kind of the ones that you kind of see the media really covering a lot more and Hollywood seems to be, you know, most invested. And, and, and why... Maybe maybe somebody else would have to tell me like why that is. I think because Florida is considered like when it comes to presidential elections like a bellwether in a lot of ways sure. because they determine mm-hmm. so much. And I do think that it has to do with a Democrat taking place because you know how the whole thing. Um, Jane Fonda was on uh, MSNBC talking about that that measure that also uh, Schwarzenegger is trying to help in Michigan mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. will put the um, districting back in like uh, a third party's yeah, hands. Independent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. So I think it plays into even there because they if they want to start moving across the country and putting that into place, like you're going to need Democratic like governors to kind of help like that. They're just putting their eggs where they're most likely to be. Yeah, counted. I, the races are close. Yeah. In states that, I mean, for the longest time, Georgia always had, I think, Democratic governors, didn't it? And then it never had Democratic yeah. governors again. When the parties switched, I think, before they did. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There and was then a point after... at which it went, it was just they'd always had Democratic governors, and then and, never again. And then never again. So the idea right. that they might have one and that there's a real uh, p- 
problem? I guess is it a problem? What is what are the I, I right think now? that she's ahead a little bit. She's a, yeah. yeah. It's I mean it's they say it's statistical, but she is a little like ahead. Two points. But that's why you wheel in Oprah's you know. To put, oh, yeah. Yes. Oprah. Interesting stat again. Oprah Winfrey when she came out in two thousand and eight mm-hmm. for Obama. They did whoever does like the metrics and the studies, but it netted like it was a million votes into where she had gone to that they sort of tallied up that she was able to sort of get yeah. for him. Yep. That's kind of it's like the magic so touch. She could really. Let's talk about Oprah for a second because with that's um, a topic that we were going to, but let's just move to her right now. She, I thought her speech was impeccable in the sense that... Even the Fox News people said so. But it wasn't even, it wasn't so partisan, even Mm -hmm. though you know she's there stumping for a Mm -hmm. Democrat. It was more about the reminder that you need to vote. Let's watch the clip, because I'm just like... I think that we're having a little sound. Can you hear it? Mm-mm. Okay. Let's talk about what Oprah said. Yes. Alina. <laughs> How, how's your Oprah impersonation? <laughs> yes. Everybody gets a card. No. Um, I watched the speech, and it like brought a tear to my eye, because everything that she said is exactly how I feel. I don't understand when people don't vote. There yes. are people who have died for you for this right. Yeah. Um, there are people across the world who wish they had the rights that we have. Exactly. And when people sit home and they don't vote, it's like, what are you doing? Because once that right is taken away from you, it's really hard to get back. Well, you it's see these impossible. convicted felons in Florida exactly. who are dying to vote, and it's just ripping yeah. them up. Yeah, her you point, can't. I think, one of the, the excerpts I remember hearing was that if you are of a lineage and your ancestry mm-hmm. were denied the right to vote outright, by not voting, you're basically shitting on your family. Yes. Or even if you're a woman. Women right. haven't had sure. the right to vote for, you know. years exactly. ago, they weren't allowed to vote. Exactly. Yeah, and I think the Republican Party would prefer it yes, stay that would. way. <laughs> yes. You know, the races that Hollywood is watching, you know, what's Hollywood about? It's about drama. Those are the high yeah. drama races. Yeah. The Ideolo- uh, ideologies of the two candidates couldn't be more different. Exactly. But, okay, so, like, switching from Atlanta to the Beto O'Rourke, um, which I, from a standpoint of, like, I think he's, like, four points behind in the poll of polls uh, most mm-hmm. recently. I think that that's the better place to be because Democrats, I think, last time when they thought Hillary had it yeah. in the bag, so it go. was like those people, oh, I'm late for my hair appointment, oh, i got to get to yoga, oh, I'm probably not, oh, she's going to win anyway. Yeah. And I feel like <laughs> people in Texas are going to be more motivated to go. So to me, it's gonna, I think that's going to be a nail-biter. But all the money that he raised, again, Hollywood, that's a lot of money that came in from, like, I feel like California's, like, yeah. poured so much money into... They win on that point, too, though, you know? Yeah. Crews mm-hmm. can go out there and say, look at all this out-of-state money, money coming in influencing our elections. You know? <laughs> and there's a point to be made there. Yeah. I don't want people from other states influencing California. It's legal. California's yeah. politics. It's legal. Totally legal. You just don't want it. Yeah, like, so you almost have an issue with um, them nationalizing uh, local elections. I don't know if I have an issue with it, but it's something that plays and not for entirely uh, illegitimate reasons. Do you think then, okay, so pretend that Beto gives him a run and they come close, he doesn't win. Um, 
does that tarnish because I see a lot of like talk of the 220 um, president but if he loses like the Senate race does that really make him like a viable national because I see a lot of people like throwing his name what, like Beto for 2020 yeah I think it does because he has you know, national recognition now. Name he's recognition. A he's, look at him. He's, he's a rock star. He is. He's yeah. like, I compare him to like, he's like the white boy Obama kind of. Yep. A little okay. bit. You know, he's got that same charisma. He can yeah. light up a room. He knows how to speak. He's smart. Yeah. He's genuine. Yep. Um, and I think that's why people are giving a lot of money to him, especially from outside states. States. In fact, he's going to go far if he could. Yeah. Win. I don't know what's going to happen. Speaking if he of Hollywood, win. Sarah Jessica Parker, Jimmy Kimmel, Rosie O'Donnell, I mean, they've all donated about two. 2,700, Chelsea Handler, Chris Rock. So, I mean, he's got the people's pockets, you know. Well, and all that him. money is, if, if he doesn't win, it's not, it doesn't go to waste. It right. builds, basically, builds for them a candidate for something, whatever it is to come. Yeah. You put money, he's a brand. They're yes. putting money yes. into funding a brand yeah. so that they can then point in a different direction if he loses on Tuesday. A friend of mine went to England wearing a Beto t-shirt and people stopped him everywhere. And yeah. Said, I love that guy. Is yeah. It, is He's got that appeal. Fair to say, then, there is the Oprah effect. I mean, there's is that fair statement? We all Media loves to put, like, the this effect of that. I, I would say yes. I would say yes. And I think Stacey was, or actually Oprah said that she just came out there uninvited. And, <laughs> you know, hey, yeah, right. bring it on, Oprah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think it might, it'll definitely, definitely help Like Stacey. an Oprah bump, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we're also, uh, we should mention, too, because we're so, all of us are such, like, into politics that we're assuming every listener. But um, Stacey Abrams stands to make history right. um, as the first ever uh, African-American governor of a U.S. state. Yes. Yeah. So it's not just, you know. Oh, Brian oh. Kemp is the absolute worst. <laughs> he is crooked. He is. There should be a, and I don't know why there isn't. I don't know how state to state it works. That you could be, you could be the supervisor right. of the electoral process in your state mm-hmm. and run for an office over which you you're supervising. It's like Chris Kobach in Kansas. That's yeah. I mean, he's the Secretary of State for Georgia, and he is overseeing the elect the election. In so his, it's, in his, it's, so it's he gets so to go wrong. in the ballot wrong. room and everything, like when they're counting. Yeah. I mean, seriously, that's a that's a legit question. It's wrong. He it's, should have stepped down from that position. There's precedent for it elsewhere. It has happened elsewhere, but I don't know why. Why does yeah. that? Yeah, should so be wrong. It's just wrong in every way. So the other one that we should get to: the Marsha Blackburn versus uh, Phil uh, Bredson in Tennessee. Taylor, this is where Taylor Swift came out for the first time politically and um, backed Phil, which everyone everyone assumed that she was like. Like there was rumblings that she might be Republican. She's Tennessee, and she never talked about it. I think she's issue oriented. You know what I'm saying? And she's definitely pro women. But she tight. This race is tightened. I want him to win so we could call it the Swift effect. Yeah. Check this yeah. out. She actually uh, Instagrammed a picture. If you yes, get that up, she's it's the ultimate troll. Yes, of a it is. She's trolling Marsha Blackburn. She said these two it. Tennessee women. I think she's there with her mom. Uh, voted for a candidate who has proven himself to be reasonable and trustworthy. We want leadership, not fear-based extremism. Early voting goes till Thursday, and election day is November sixth. Please don't sit this one out. Wow. Yes, Swift. Yes. 
Do you think then all along she is a Democrat, but she's no idiot that she knows a lot of Republicans yeah. by her records? I think sure. so. I think so. I think yeah. she's even smarter than that. I'm actually such a fan now ever since she came out politically. You know what? I have never heard one song. I, I don't know how you avoid it. I'm, 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 late, I'm a come late to the party on but it. But now I, I love her. Yeah. No matter what she yeah, does. I love her too. Unfortunately for like... New York Post headline, Swift also rhymes with whiffed. And if her choice in the election does not... Does not go the way she. There's a lot of good puns. There's there. A, there are a lot of. I work for the New York Post, Post, and I'm going to try to make sure that doesn't get to work. But yeah. So anyway, that tightened. So that's another race. I think that. Okay, so here's what I want to ask as we were talking about Hollywood getting involved in it. Is it striking to any of you how little I feel though we hear about actual issues that affect Americans in all of this campaigning? Like I haven't heard speeches and maybe that's because they're not the televised speeches that cable news choose to put on but mm-hmm. about actual policy health care that i know that they're saying oh we want to give but it feels like everything trump's talking about is just like fear-based social uh cultural issues and then it's oprah making a speech about voting rights but what are the actual like to me it's like i can't couldn't say like what's the issues that people like i've heard that, a lot of democrats talking about health care a lot yeah. i know that that it's health care but that's because i sort of feel like i know because i watch news regularly but as a pure like citizen watching this i would be like what are the issues that are important because like i don't feel like issues are being right. See, i think they tried to do that for 2016 and that's where people felt they made the mistake because here was trump coming out in yeah. sound bites and hillary like you know had her folders and good point yeah it was like yeah. super smart about everything but people didn't want to listen because we live in this like reality tv world yes. now where everything's so short and what you said yeah about him <laughs> reducing the message exactly. to like, these tiny repetitive angry jobs and you know security and it's just that and so you think it it, then it's it's trump that they have to sort of navigate around campaign against because he pulls us in a direction of like if you elect democrats he does simplify it for he does if you elect democrats it's a vote for letting criminals uh, (laughs) illegal criminals into the country if you vote for republicans this is literally like you're voting for protection for law-abiding citizens of uh, and not one word of it is true in fact it's basically the opposite right yeah it's just that immigration doesn't play well, though, for Democrats. There's just it's a hard one there. So Democrats have to come up and figure out their immigration plan that isn't we got to let everybody in because wouldn't it be nice? But you're not going to win that way. Yeah, and it isn't really practical anymore. I mean, I don't have a problem with open borders. I don't either. I don't. That's but. me. But I mean, <laughs> but I don't know. We're leftist socialists. Yeah. Go commies. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the, every the, I the in answer security, in every but. policy debate is somewhere in the middle. Exactly. The, the solution, rather, uh, the, because an open border. I mean, it's if you really think about what that can, what that an entails. open border policy that if people come in and they don't have to actually go through an immigration policy, but then they're coming in and they're actually can get, like, social security cards, and they're taxed on their, their job, and, they're, and we're, they're contributing to the economy. I don't have a problem you with that. You have to, but, you, but, you know, this, this, now you're talking about, like, a nuanced policy, like a wonky, yeah. you go through this, and it's like, you know, you're going to bring in workers at this level of skill for only however many jobs there are in the country that they could even fill, and then now you've got a surplus if you just let everybody... I mean, it's you have to be calculated about it. I you just can't do it on ethnicity. In California, at least from my experience, that the work ethic among 
um, minorities. I feel like there's more white white people. No, yeah, they work. Hmm. White people and young white people are the ones that suck off the system. Absolutely. You you can see it in spades in California. You see it throughout like the recovery community with like people who um, get to like go to these IOPs and get insurances to pick up their bed for rent at these fancy houses. I mean, to me, it's like it's not like. The, the minorities in California that are not wanting to work, they want jobs. Mm-hmm. You, you can go to any Home Depot, mm-hmm. and this is not even to sound, and see a Absolutely. bunch of right. uh, workers standing there wanting work. Oh, in yeah. many corners. Where in it's Hollywood, like, it's all like the, the time. No offense, like the white uh, people that you'll hear, like they're entitled, like, oh, why is unemployment not more money? Or why am I getting this? Or why can't it be this? There's always this entitlement factor. when All they want to do is work. Yep. You remember the, the, the term that we heard prior, all the way up till the 2016 election, to take shots at the economy at the time, underemployment. You remember this yeah. term? Yes. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard that word in two years. Yeah. yeah. But it still has to be a, a, a factor in the economy. It's not like we got everybody who yep. take the whole point was that underemployment wasn't yeah. wasn't being factored when the employment rate was being calculated, and that those. Uh, were con- consisted of people who had just voluntarily taken themselves out of the process entirely. Yes. Mm-hmm. What are those people doing now? That's we're down what, to three and a half percent unemployment, but like right. we had twenty percent underemployment. So did we give? Did we shore up that gap entirely? Well, isn't there sort of like a point where it's like then they don't count? Like if they've stayed, if they've taken themselves out of it, then it's like they they stop counting after a certain amount of time. If you are not, at, you know, it has to do with people who are fly- filing for unemployment benefits and stuff like that. And so yeah. yes, if you if you're not actively seeking employment anymore they don't count you yeah. in the unemployment rate and so that was yeah. uh, uh you know trump campaigned on that heavily he's like oh this economy yeah bullshit. this is a, a the smoke job and numbers are fake yeah yeah fake <laughs> they're, they're calling yeah. the unemployment numbers at the time fake yes. because it wasn't yep. counting unemployment at the time which the numbers now still don't yeah and it's a gig economy people in gig economy yeah. don't get unemployment right exactly right you don't qualify for it yeah what even brought up this train of thought? I'm sorry, I totally I trailed don't know. off. <laughs> it wasn't Taylor Swift. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just throw it out there. <laughs> um, those okay. So wrapping up then the key races there. Is there anyone that I'm forgetting that like you felt like Hollywood's real invested in? I feel like now people are invested in Heidi Heitkamp because of yeah. all that's going on with uh, voter suppression as far as the Native Americans go. But wasn't it, isn't it so far gone like she doesn't even, like, there's like a ten, yeah. isn't there like a 10 point gap the last time well, I looked? I think, the, I think her history, she, uh, uh, she's, had, she's, she's overcome been. odds like yeah, that she's towards always the been end behind. of it. I think yeah. so. Well, believe mm-hmm. it or not, what's working against her is that she voted against Kavanaugh. I know, it's yeah. incredible. I saw like the some of the debate footage with her opponent, you know, Joshua Hawley, mm-hmm. and it was like, you know, that he was handpicked by like the Trump people to like run because he had another position, and it was like they, they are strategic. Like oh, that. very, yeah. they're very strategic. Yeah. But meanwhile, Manchin, who voted for Kavanaugh, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't want him to win, but we can't afford to lose a seat. Yes. So He'll people win. are holding their nose and voting and for voting him, for like him. they do for Trump. Probably like Menendez in Jersey, too. Yeah. Because after all the scandals. But depending on who you ask, because I was born in New Jersey, and you'll hear two uh, sides that he has done well for the states, meaning, like, he's done good work for people Mm -hmm. in New Jersey. And then there's this whole other aspect of, like, the scandal. He's done well for himself. Yes. (laughs) Is there anybody in Jersey who isn't crooked? I grew up there, too. Oh, I'll I'll plead the fifth. (laughs) Look at me. (laughs) 
I mean, Tony not, Soprano. You're actually not there anymore. The no. Problem, so. I've spent more time outside of Jersey now, so I'm a Californian. Yeah, me too. Yes. Um, okay, so wrapping up those races that Hollywood's on the edge of their seat about. Can't you see us? <laughs> we are, actually. <laughs> um, I want to just move on really quickly to some bold predictions from you. Just anything that you expect or, you know, tell me. I want to hear. Go Ooh, ahead, Alina. Okay. You start. I think the Democrats will take the House. Okay. Uh, obviously, I mean, the Senate's going to be really close. I think, um, I actually think Beto's going to, or Beto's going to pull it off, I think. I do, too. That yeah. was going to be my prediction I think also. he is. Okay. I, I just can't imagine a world in which a guy that dynamic, and I'm not, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm independent. I'm not, you know, I'm not yeah. like partisan, mm-hmm. but yeah. A guy that Journalists dynamic. don't talk about their, uh, their affiliation because <laughs> we can't tell ever on any news channel what they what that affiliation exactly. is. Let's pretend like we don't have it. No, go ahead. But um, uh, yeah, a guy that dynamic yeah. versus a guy who's just such like he's a vampire. He's, he's the slimy. guy who smelled like pee in elementary school. I mean, <laughs> oh. like, <laughs> wait, is this about Ted Cruz? Yes. yes. I mean, you know, I, I, Texas. You, you know, Texas knows better. Oh my God. Just, uh, they do. I just think about the lying Ted thing when like oh, yeah. all of the stuff yes. and just you really got a big dose of this guy um, when he was on the national stage oh, for that yeah. primary and you gotta so just really swarmy. think it, it, it comes down to I think a Texas voter going does my like loathing for Ted Cruz outweigh my loathing for say minorities gays marrying right. and, and like like that's what their their moral dilemma but is but they do say that Texas is getting a little bluer it is and hopefully with, Do you, you know, really buy... Okay, well, so there's not downtown house, Dallas that a, has a little bit of... And then, like, Austin. Austin. But that, yeah, but it's not enough to overcome... Houston. I think people in the border regions are going to come out in full force. You think so? I mean, this mm-hmm. is not... It's not like it's a house seat where they could gerrymander the district such that they could uh, manipulate the vote. This yeah. is a statewide race. And it counts as much yeah. in Austin as it does in Texarkana. So what I heard a great um, NPR report today, which had these group of Texas women. They're all like housewives who meet privately. They're Democrats. They're trying to get out the vote. They're doing all this stuff, and they don't tell anybody. It's a secret system. I love that. It's like oh. the way Oprah does like all this stuff overseas and in other countries that she doesn't like want press at. She's just helping people. These women will be lynched if anybody knows about this mm. stuff. Did you see, okay, now that you just brought that up about a group of women, did you guys happen to see the report on CNN with the Jersey, um, the bun- there was like Jersey broads that they had, like the book club <laughs> of all the broads, and Allison Camerata from New Day? Well, okay, so there's no. like eight of them, and they, in their the book real club, housewives of New totally, Jersey. Totally, and never, the hair, the, the, it was like so Jer- Jersey, you know, <laughs> like it was like, um, they were basically in a book club forever, all these women, and they found them somehow, I don't know, and they never talked politics ever. They refused to. Yeah, I did see that. Oh, so right. then I did see that. She yeah. was yes. put, and now it's all out on the table. And now like, they know each other's political yeah. meetings, and it's going to hell. Yes. I'll bet. That book club will last like one more month. But it's like they were Jersey Democrats. It was like I felt like I was sitting in a Jersey diner because I grew up there of like the opinions. It's like all the justification that they have for Trump, like on the Republican side of this, is just, you know, I know that he like maybe molested like, you know, women and like sexually abused them but but Bill Clinton did it in the in in the right, Oval what office. Yeah. What's yeah. the difference? It's like right. and it, by the way it was consenting but that's another conversation. It's like Monica Lewinsky consented to all of that. That was not just for the record. Anyway. Bill Clinton was a Rhodes scholar. Yeah. 
Okay, exactly. more predictions. <laughs> um, well, I just think I do believe the Democrats are going to take the House. I don't know if it'll be you know a slaughter. How beautiful would that be? And even though I do think Beto or Stacey or Gillum, mm-hmm. I, I think some of these people are going to pull it off. Even though we may still not take the Senate, yes. yeah. I do think there's going to be a lot of surprises. However, my <clears throat> biggest curiosity is how Trump is going to spin it. I don't think... I think Very he, true. That would be a fun Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm be. hoping he doesn't say, oh, it was rigged <coughs> and Russians... It was what? It was rigged and the Russians are in charge of this. Because he's very... I don't know. The Russians are a little bit too quiet right now, yeah, I feel. I you know? Yeah, we haven't heard about I don't that. Know. It would be an interesting turn of events if he were to finally embrace Russian collusion right? and hacking or but whatever he's that because creepy. because yeah. it didn't go his way. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or the Chinese. The Chinese. It'd be the Trumpiest exactly. reaction ever. Exactly. Yeah. The Chinese rigged the election. Speaking of that, really quickly, then, did you see the Michael Cohen is former attorney in the Vanity Fair yeah. article? Okay. So again, that was just. Um, I think Michael Cohen was attempting to help Democrats mm-hmm. with those. He helps Trump's base like, right. with those, like saying, oh, he really is racist. Oh, he, great. We so all knew. he really confirms. Yeah. I was on the fence because <laughs> yeah. of this, but you know what? He really is. But you know yeah. what? How many, and you brought this up before, how many people really are undecided at this point who could swing? I mean, I don't, I don't think know. Are independents actually independent? Like, I mean, I don't know. They, do they I don't know anybody. Way, like, well, I mean, by virtue of the fact that there is a sizable electorate out there that voted both for Obama yes. and Trump suggests that people can swing. And and those were and, yes. like, and then the overlap, then the Venn diagram with Bernie supporters and yes. Trump supporters. And Yeah, it's true. It's true. You know, it, it almost seems like what takes the presidency in this country is dynamism over... Right. You know, without policy. question. I mean, mm-hmm. Hillary, you know, she's not dynamic. Al Gore was not dynamic. John Kerry was not dynamic. None of them were. It's been it's mm-hmm. been pointed out to me that if you want to know who's going to win, this is this this is O'Rourke. Yeah, yeah. You go where the energy is. Yes, yes. Okay. And the energy. I that's mean, but happens. you have to strip away the coverage you've been watching because that's going to be disproportionate depending on your own political leanings. You're going to watch. Yes. You know, yeah. Right. Yeah. So just look at where. Objectively, the energy is in it because it definitely was with Trump in 2016. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it was with Bernie, too. And that's why if those two had faced off, who knows quite how that would have played out. I think out. Bernie would have, would have beat him. No idea. Yeah, but I don't know. Again, I don't it's, know it's who has the, the dynamism. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. And you mean energy on the ground in the places. Who has stirred the most passion, yeah. excitement? Yeah. Um, somebody who can look at Obama, command a stage, yeah. and yeah. be like, Oh my God! Look at this. Person. Be inspirational. Yeah. My prediction yeah. is that if it becomes a split government, that Trump could actually have a chance at becoming a better president because <laughs> he will be forced to compromise. I, I think nothing's going to happen. When is that, yeah, when is that dude gonna ever compromised? It's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. He's never. Nothing will happen. No. But you know what? Nothing is it's, a lot yeah. better than the something we have. I now. said better present. Let me let me rephrase that. <laughs> that if less you give worse. him a chance to yes, <laughs> a less worse president. That's better. <laughs> Alina, can you please tell our uh, lovely listeners and viewers absolutely? Where they can find us? So you guys can find us on the AfterBuzz YouTube page, um, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, be sure to rate and subscribe and like us. Also, you can follow us on... Hold on, I'm pulling it up here because 
Twitter. Meet the... <laughs> Twitter's someone, the one that always sends me up. handle. I still haven't rustled it away. I'm going to write to them, yeah. just so that I can do this more smoothly. Okay, yes. at Twitter, you can meet us at Meet the HWD Press, and on Instagram, it's meet the, at Meet the Hollywood Press. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Merle, Jordan, thank you for coming. Thank you. This has been so much fun. Let's have a good one. Let's have a good yes. one. Everyone Every member, go out to vote. Vote, 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 vote. Okay, thanks for yes. watching. See you next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs>